Marilyn made. Be who you are. Do what you want. The podcast. Brought to you by the number one student athlete development program in the world. All right, what's up? And welcome back to the Maryland Made Podcast. The Maryland Made Podcast provides timely, relevant, and practical information to empower student athletes to explore their potentials and pursue their passions. On this week's episode, we have a special guest. We have Ruben Hippolyte from the football team coming all the way from Fort Lauderdale. And this episode is entitled Leadership Beyond the Gridiron. Um, so I'm going to pass it to Ruben real quick and let him introduce himself. Um, and then we can go ahead and jump into questions. So thank you, Ruben, for your time. I'm glad we had the opportunity to, to get you on the podcast this time. No doubt. Uh, what's going on, everyone? Um, first and foremost, I want to appreciate Nate for having me on. Uh, my name is Ruben Hippolyte II um, from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm on a football team currently. Uh, I'm going into my senior year. Uh, here at Maryland, uh, communications major. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit about me. But we're gonna get we're gonna get uh, you know more into it. So. Let's get into it. So to start off, tell us a little bit about your story and how you got to Maryland. Yeah, so uh, coming from Florida, um, I really didn't know um, you know where I was gonna go as far as like uh, as far as like my collegiate uh, decision. I had a lot of schools in the country offer me uh, scholarships, and I could have went anywhere. Um, but I, you know, I decided to come to Maryland uh, because of one, what Coach Locks, you know, had envisioned, uh, and two, it was uh, a lot of opportunity for me. Um, but like twenty minutes away from DC, um, yeah. and Baltimore is also right around the corner, like thirty to forty-five minutes. So it's a lot of opportunity for me to be successful off the field, um, and I take pride in that um, because um, football is not going to last forever. So you always got to have, you know, something to fall back on when the game is done. Um, and I feel like I felt like Maryland has had that opportunity for me and still does. So that's why I decided to come here. Definitely. We're glad to have you. Listen, I just got here last, I guess, a semester now. So I'm glad to be here. And I think that's one reason why I came here, too. Like, it's in D.C. I got family here. Really yeah. came here. Um, But now that we know a little bit more about your story, um, tell us, let's take it back a little bit and tell us a little bit more about, like, how you got into playing football and why you wanted to play, uh, pursue playing at the collegiate level. Yeah, I actually, uh, I actually hated playing football when I was growing up. Like I didn't like it at all. It was like a sport where, um, I don't know, I just didn't like it. Um, so uh, it was around like sixth grade. I, I signed myself up to play at my, uh, um, at my high school or middle school at the time, um, American Heritage um, down in Plantation, Florida. I signed myself up to play. And from that, from that point on, I just, um, you know, took the game and ran with it. Uh, I was naturally good at the game. Um, like my IQ was there, uh, skill set was there. So it was a no brainer that I should be on the football field, you know, making plays as I was and, you know, taking that to the next level and seeing how far that could take me. Uh, and it's brought me to a lot of places, um, especially this one in Maryland. So um, the game has been very good to me um, and we're going to continue to, you know, receive the benefits from, you know, my hard work. So, yeah. Love it. So now tell us a little bit about your recruiting experience coming up to UMD. Um, I know what it's like being recruited from football. I, I actually walked on, but like, I know there's a lot, like junior days is a long process into really getting into the school you kind of want to be at. So tell us a little bit about your recruiting process and obviously kind of what won you over to again, get here. I know you talked about locks being a big part of that, but tell us a little bit about that experience. Yeah, the recruiting process was uh, fairly easy for me. Um, I'm 
I'm big on people and big on energy. So mm-hmm. anytime I feel that the energy is great or the energy is not great in places, I, I can detect that very easily. So um, my decision was based off that. And then another part of it, uh, my mom, she has, she's a big influence on my life. Um, and, you know, she, she played a major part in, the, in my decision as well because, um, you know, going somewhere where it makes her comfortable is important to me. So I made sure that that was valued and that was, um, you know, acknowledged. So um, um, both of those boxes were checked uh, for Maryland. So that's why I decided to come here. And like I said before, um, not only what Coach Locke said or, you know, what the, what you know, I said about opportunities, but it was a chance for me to, you know, make the league and get on the field um, right away. Uh, obviously, I had to earn my keep, earn my stripes. Um, you never, you know, I, I was never given anything, and I understood that coming into college. So um, it gave me the opportunity to play right away um, and to have a shot at the league because that's the end goal for me. So definitely, um, the Big Ten is pretty crazy too. So you plan to get the best of the best, no doubt, every week. So every week. So came in playing, um, and now you said you're going into your senior year. So tell us a little bit about like, what's, what's it like playing for UMD? Like playing football at this stage at the Big Ten. Um, I think you guys had a pretty good season this past season, but like, what's your favorite part about playing football here? Tell us a little bit about the experience of just playing, being a football player here, being a face here at UMD. Yeah, it's definitely a blessing. Uh, I, I took I took the leadership role on, you know, for the team. And I guess you get, so to speak, for the university, as far as the athletic standpoint, um, I took it on with, you know, open arms because, I understood what the responsibility that was going to come with, you know, not only having success, but just, you know, being a person, the type of person that I am, a very vocal person, uh, just person who, who works hard and everyone respects what I do. Um, and, but that's just how I am as an individual. So I understood, you know, what came with that, um, you know, just embracing that role. Um, and then going into my, you know, last season here, uh, it's just a blessing. It's been a blessing. It's been great. It's just, you know, on me to, make sure I do all the things that I need to do, not only to, you know, reach the goals that I have, but uh, help my teammates along as well, reach their goals that they have for themselves. So um, that's the mindset going into it. That's always been my mindset and uh, it's got me far. And it's going to take me far. It's going to take me even farther. So. Yeah. So next we're going to go to the next session. I, I like this section a lot. Right. And we're going to talk about uh, being more than an athlete. And I think when we first met, something that stood out to me was how you felt strongly about leadership and like what that looked like in your life. And I just want to shed light on that and talk more about that. So like from your perspective, what is being more than an athlete mean to you? And like, how does this apply to how you view yourself? Obviously you wear multiple identities, um, but talk to us a little bit more about like what is being more than an athlete mean to yourself? I think being more than an athlete um, is having faith. Um, and, you know, not acknowledging that all the all the talents you've been blessed with and all the talents you've been given and, you know, everything that you have that the average individual doesn't have um, that seems extraordinary. Uh, like you didn't like you didn't get on your own, like you've been blessed and, um, you know, to have a belief, you know, in a higher power, whichever, whatever, whoever anyone believes in. I think that's important. And that's what being more than an athlete means to me, because at the end of the day, um, you're not, you don't play your sport for yourself. Um, you play to inspire others. You play to provide for your families um, and for others who are, you know, less fortunate. You play to, you play for a bigger cause than yourself. Um, and, and that's, that's why I play the game uh, because I know there's individuals looking up to me and looking at me 
um, as you know, motivation. And I don't take that lightly. I mean, I'm, I'm honored by that. So, um, yeah, man, just to be able to be in position to whether it's to help my family or help the next man, uh, help my teammate or help someone that I may not even know or may not even meet in my life. But, you know, just to know that I have that type of impact and then um, just the opportunities that come with it, not only NFL, but, you know, business opportunities and things like that. It's a lot that comes with it. Um, so uh, I think being more than an athlete is taking advantage of that and acknowledging that, you know, you're blessed with these talents and they're meant to be, you know, they're meant to share to others and to impact others, not just to, you know, for your own personal benefit. Yeah, I think I think you kind of mentioned a little bit, and I think it's a per perfect segue when you said like being a student athlete is a lot, you know what I'm saying? And I, my dad always tells me this phrase, or he said it for a long time, and it's like, uh, you know, too, too, too much is given, as much is required, right? So like, you, you're here, you've got a lot of stuff on your plate. So like, tell us a little bit about like, how do you balance being a student athlete? Like, and talk about like, maybe some things that you struggle with throughout your, your tenure here so far. I mean, it sounds cliche, but it's really about time management. Yeah. Um, being able to, you know, get up at a certain time, um, you know, be on schedule. Obviously, as athletes, we have schedules and, th and, and things and such like that. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, for individuals who may not have a tight schedule like athletes or, you know, who want to, you know, seek, you know, reaching their goals um, at a better rate and, you know, just being more successful, it's just about time management and scheduling. You got to be, you have to have a clock in your head. Like I have a clock in my head every single day uh, when I get up because like everything is timely and everything has uh, a way of biting you in the butt if you don't take care of it, you know, when it needs to be taken care of. So, um, and, th and that's with schoolwork, that's with life, um, social life, um, life on the field, schoolwork, like I said, life off the field, like it goes hand in hand in every area. So time management is, is what I was what, like what I would say the most important piece that mm -hmm. I struggled with a little bit, um, but you know I I I've tightened up and you know got back right. But yeah, I would just say time management is that you know that piece that is uh, pivotal. So I definitely agree, um, and I think coming in making that transition from high school to college is always hard, whether it be a student athlete or a traditional student. So I'm glad that you know you got the support needed and you were able to learn how to manage your time wisely and you know, kind of make the best out of your experience. Um, but let's go back to the leadership conversation. Like I said, I know that that's, that's huge for yourself. Um, and that's something that you, you wear proudly. So tell us a little bit about your leadership philosophy, kind of how you developed that and um, talk to us about how this philosophy can benefit you on and off the field or how, how it has benefited you on and off the field. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's just uh, being emotionally intelligent. Mm -hmm. I think that's what's um, been the biggest uh, trait of mine that I've gained over the years, um, you know, just, just, just knowing like my personnel, like knowing who I'm talking to, knowing who I'm around. Um, but you know, you, that, that can't happen if you don't know yourself, you know, like I know myself, I know how I'm wired. And, um, you know, I talk to myself a lot of times, plenty of times. And I, and you know, how I talk to myself is not how I can relay that same message, um, to my teammates or, you know, to my coaches. So um, I think it's just having emotional intelligence, knowing your personnel, that's the leadership. Um, you know, that's that's how I approach leadership because um, like I said before, I can't tell, I can't get on one guy how I get on another guy. Sometimes you just gotta, you know, sit down and talk with someone to get them straightened up. Other times, um, 
like you have a teammate who you're very close with and you can get on them a little bit, whether it's at practice or he makes a mistake or slips up. So, yeah, it's all about knowing your personnel and just knowing, you know, who you're around and, and, and how they operate. Can't treat everybody the same. So, you know, having that um, idea, having that mentality going into when, uh, when we talk about leading, that's what uh, that's what I go into it with. So. And then, like, have you found that this philosophy sets you apart from others, whether it be leaders in your class, leaders on the field, on the team, specifically leaders in the classroom? Have you found that that been um, has that like set you apart from others? Yeah, definitely. Um, a, a lot of my a lot of my time that I spend is talking to guys and like actually you know trying to understand them. So I think a lot of time, and it's not their fault, but I think a lot of times people don't really spend time to get to know a person and like how they really and like what makes them go and how they operate. Um, a lot of times I sit back and observe a lot. Like that, that's why I'm, I'm very quiet at, at a lot of times because um, I'm just observing a lot of things just so I can understand how people operate and like, you know, what makes them take, what makes them not. And, you know, things of that, things of that nature, because at the end of the day, uh, the team, like I'm one of the guys that, you know, the team looks at. So, you know, when they need something or things are going bad or things are X, Y, and Z, like people are coming to me. So, um, I have to be sharp on that. Uh, so, yeah, um, it definitely sets me apart. And, you know, I'm I'm not ashamed of it or any, anything. I just, it's just what comes with, you know, the territory, so. That's what's up. You're taking a responsibility head on. Um, so that's good. That's good. Uh, so tell us a little bit about, like, maybe some of your favorite Maryland made programming that you've been involved with and, like, what resources that you found um, to kind of be helpful you know, in your path so far? Yeah, for me personally, definitely the Leadership Academy um, and the, um, I believe it was a workshop where you had, um, where, you know, Marilyn May had different com uh, companies or people of different walks of, of life and corporate world come uh, come through and we, you know, was able to talk with them. Um, I think that's important because uh, from a Leadership Academy standpoint, uh, just sharpening my skills um, and just learning different ways how to lead, how to approach certain situations, and also learning about myself as a leader. And then um, from the workshop perspective, uh, just being able to talk to different people in different areas and, you know, paths of corporate America, um, not only to figure out what I want to do once, you know, my plan day is over, but who I can connect with you know, from that. And then, you know, it can turn into a long lasting relationship. Uh, so, you know, those, those were the two events that really stood out to me uh, because, you know, uh, they're very important to me and my ideals and, you know, how I thought or, you know, what I deem is important to me. So. Definitely. I think you were talking about the uh, fall career meetup when we had the people come in. Right. I think you were taking a long time with uh, Moses NFLPA. So I'm glad you were able to meet that connection there, you know, build a genuine relationship. I think that will take you far as you move forward. Um, and then my last question for this sec this section is more about like just trying to figure out what ways you are positioning yourself moving forward uh, to just continue to build success. So like personally, I give you an example, like I, read from time to time and just try to read different books mostly they're self-help books trying to make sure i understand myself but then that kind of translates to being in a workplace again I mentioned to your point earlier knowing yourself first and then being able to help others so what are some things that you're kind of doing now this this positioning yourself for success in the future yeah um number one is meeting people yeah um, meeting people of influence and just meeting people in general i think a lot of times uh we 
kind of take for granted the the platform we have in a sense where you know we we can meet a lot of people um and it's a lot of it's a lot of you know like communication can happen at any time with anyone um as long as you you know just make yourself presentable and you know be consistent with it if they're not consistent on their end um so that, that that's one meeting people and just you know getting my face out there and um it doesn't have to be someone in the business where it could be someone on campus because you never know you know what they can you know where they can take their life when they when they graduate so that's one and then two just you know doing a lot of self-reflection i think self-reflection is great looking in the mirror is always great it's hard but it's fair you know so um just always self-reflecting always looking at things that you could do better um and you know you never take losses you it's always lessons that you learn you know you, you, there's wins and there's lessons i don't i don't look at things as losses because um everything everything happens for a reason like i don't live with any regrets because everything that you know i did or everything that i felt was right was all, is all a part of you know my story and my plan so <clears throat> those are the two main things that um you know i i use and that you know i'm 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 engulfed in, if you will, to position myself um, to have success for right now and then to position myself to have success in my future endeavors. Um, so, yeah, th th that's what I'm big on right now. That's a bar. You know what I'm saying? No, no losses, straight lessons. I love that. I love that. So, like, uh, as we move forward, let's talk about a little bit, you know, we're going to talk about a little bit more about identities. We can talk about the future. So uh, what is what is something that others wouldn't necessarily know about you unless they knew you personally? Like, tell us more about, I know we talked about Denise earlier, earlier, but tell us a little bit more about the other identity that you have outside of just being a quote-unquote football player. I mean, I think people don't really understand my ability to really connect. I think a lot of times people see me as, you know, I like, you know, a football player or, you know, someone who's just, you know, out here existing. Like, I actually, like, take the time to get to know people and really connect because, um, like, that's just the type of guy I am, like, I have I have a big heart, but I also understand that you know everything is not you know as I want it to seem. So you know I I just been learning over the years to see things for what they are, and um, you know really just trying to connect with people and, and just fill them out. I mean I think people just see me as like a a mean like uh, like I have a mean personality or something, but you know, I'm I'm really not that you know I'm really not mean or anything like that. I'm, I think I'm very approachable, but people don't think that a lot of the time, which is kind of crazy. But uh, I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people don't understand, you know, my ability to connect and my ability to really, you know, um, like lock in with them. Because a lot of times, you know, that like some some people need that nowadays, you know, just someone to talk to or someone to open up to. And I don't think a lot of people are really equipped or really know how to talk or how to have conversations, like tough conversations, not just any conversation. So. Uh, I think that's something that people don't really know about me. Yeah. Like it. So then tell us a little bit more about your career goals. Obviously you said the goal is the league. So we got, we got that on the list. Um, tell us about again, your career goals um, and then maybe how you plan on to achieve them. Maybe some things that you're currently doing to achieve those goals. Yeah. So right now my, my, my career goal is the NFL right now. Um, I'm at a stage and point in time I'm, in my life right now where I'm just learning. I'm soaking up everything yeah. uh, because um, I'm not saying that I don't want to limit myself, but I'm just saying that, you know, my focus is on a, is on a different pathway right now than, you know, life after. Um, but like I said, I'm just in a path where, like in a space where I'm just learning about everything, learning about every skill, 
um, and, and researching every skill um, because I know once I can find something that people need and they get really good at, you know, supplying that demand, then I'll, I'll be successful, you know, either way it shakes out. So uh, that's what I'm doing right now. And, you know, just things that I'm doing to, you know, position myself once again, um, you know, the people that I meet, just, you know, questioning them, asking them questions, meeting with them, um, spending time with them. Um, and, you know, us having conversations about the future. I mean, I think that's, I, I'm very, I'm very a right now oriented type person. Like I do, I handle things like that are in front of me. I don't really look too far ahead, but it's also important to have those conversations as well, because, you know, just to expand, expand your thinking um, and maybe, you know, change a little things that some things that you're doing right now to propel you farther ahead uh, for the future. So uh, it's just about learning and um, being a sponge. I think that's what I'm doing right now to really um, move. Like when we talk about future, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm in that phase of my life right now, just being a sponge, soaking up everything. Gotcha. I like that. I like that. So this is another section of mine that I really like. And it's a title, If You Knew Back Then, What You Knew Now, right? So if you can give your younger self some advice, what would it be? Whether it's coming to play football, whether it's life advice, what, what type of advice would you give yourself knowing what you know now? Yeah, I actually journal like a lot. So I, I've, I've written about this a plethora of times, but it's always something new that, you know, pops up. But I mean, one thing I would, you know, tell my younger self is to, uh, it's like always stay true to who you are. Mm -hmm. like, obviously, like, like everyone's different for a reason. Like no one's the same because like, there would be no uniqueness about, you know, the, the world or about anything. Like, that's not what, that's not what we were created. We weren't created to be the same. We were created to have different skills and um, bring different things to the table. So uh, staying true to who you are and staying true to who, like yourself is, is, is key because like I said prior, like you'll never know who you'll inspire or you'll never know who you'll help or, you know, motivate to, you know, do it like to exercise their gift because you know while I'm exercising my gift it can motivate someone to exercise their gift and you know our gifts are totally opposite so um like I said it goes hand in hand um I think staying true to yourself is uh what I would you know just continue to harp on to my younger self because you know knowing yourself is is half the battle you know so Definitely. That's solid advice right there. And then this one is very similar question, but like, what advice are you giving to the freshmen or up underclassmen? Is it, is it the same or does it change a little bit for, I know you said knowing the personnel, does it change a little bit for them or what you thinking? My advice to them is just put your head down and work. Yeah. Like, that's, that's like, once again, it may sound very cliche, but like that was my mindset since like age 15, like just put your head down and just continue to work because I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, like I said before, I don't play the game for, you know, accolades and, you know, acknowledgement. I play because I love it and, you know, I love what it can do for others. I don't even really, you know, see it from what it can do for me because I know if I just put the work in where I can get to. But, you know, my main goal is to just inspire others to do it, to, to you know, do great with themselves. And, you know, by doing that, I got I to gotta put a great product out there. I got to put my head down and just continue, like, continue to work and continue to sharpen my craft. So uh, that's what I would tell, you know, younger guys, freshmen, underclassmen, or anybody, really. You don't have to be an underclassman. You can be anyone. Um, you know, you can, be, you can be in corporate America. You can be an athlete. It doesn't matter. Because um, that, that mindset applies in all areas. You know, just put your head down and just work. Just, just, just work, work, work. Because... Um, you know, time, time is not slowing down for anyone. So right. 
you know, you just gotta you, you gotta get to it. So that that would be my advice. That's what I'm talking about, Ruben. Keep doing your thing out there. We got one more section. It's gonna be super fire. It's called rapid fire. It's gonna be real quick. So just think of the first thing that comes to mind when I ask you this question. What is your favorite football stadium that you've ever played in? I'll say Hard Rock. Hard Rock Stadium down in Miami, right? Okay. Um, would you rather kick a field goal for to tie or go for two for the win? Go for two for the win. I'm okay. taking risk. Okay. Okay. Who's the best player you ever watch in person, play with, with or against? Uh, I'm gonna go with my quarterback, Talia. That's what's up. Uh, what is your favorite UMD jersey combination? Turf script. All yeah. right. All right. And then best pregame meal. Best pregame meal, pasta. Pasta from anywhere specific or it don't matter, just pasta. Nah, well, I'll tell you what I put in it. Um, I get whole wheat noodles. Okay. Or 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 bow tie, whatever one is, you know, like looking the best that day. Then I'll get uh I'll get some pesto sauce. Um, I'll get some mushrooms, yeah, some chicken, um, and, and maybe some broccoli or spinach, depending on the day. Then I'll get some Creole seasoning and then just dress it up and then put a little bit of extra cheese on it and we good for the game. So, so you a chef too on it though. That's another identity. That's another hat you wear. I got food cooking right now, actually. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm active in the kitchen. Good stuff, man. I love to hear that. Well, man, again, thank you for your time. Thank you for your leadership and all that you do. Tell the listeners, viewers, where they can connect with you, whether it be on social media, Instagram. Tell them where they can connect with you real quick. Yeah, so Instagram is uh, my name, my first name, Ruben, R-U-B-E-N, Nose, K-N-O-W-S. And then my Twitter is Ruben Nose one Same thing with my Instagram, just has a one at the end. Um, and yeah, I'm on campus. So, you know, any students who want to connect, uh, I'm on campus as well. I'm, I ain't hard to find. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's what I'm talking about. And then others, make sure y'all follow us on Maryland May. We have an Instagram account, Twitter. It's at Terps. Uh, so make sure y'all connect with us. We're also on LinkedIn, so make sure you look for us. But definitely thank you for tuning into another episode. Be on lookout. We got some more fire guests coming on this season. And I'll see y'all next time. Have a good one. Oh, peace.